0: Welcome to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. Because when your mind and body can work together, it's like magic. I'm your host, Natalie Trepasso. I'm a registered dietitian and weight loss expert. I'm here to help you up level your health and wellness, all while making it practical. Each episode, I will give you the tools and resources to become your healthiest and happiest self. We're talking all things nutrition, mind, and body. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mind Body Magic podcast where we discuss all things health and wellness. If you're new around here, I am so happy to have you. Thank you for joining in today. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the most important nutrients in our bodies protein. If you have followed me for any amount of time, you know I talk about protein all of the time. It is so, so, so important, and most people are just not getting enough of it. So, protein is an essential macronutrient that our body needs to build and repair tissues. It also needs it to maintain muscle mass and support many other vital bodily functions. If you don't know what a macronutrient is, there are three, carbohydrates, fat, and protein. All are really important and we need all of them. They're essential. And yes, that includes carbohydrates too. Carbohydrates are our body's preferred source of energy. But like I said, protein is super important and most people are just not getting enough. So I wanted to dedicate a whole entire episode just to protein. So we'll be discussing what protein is, how much we need, and the best sources to get it from. So we'll start with what is protein? So protein, like I said, is a macronutrient made up of amino acids, which are the building blocks of our bodies. There are 20 different amino acids, and our bodies can produce some of them on their own. However, there are 9 amino acids that our bodies cannot produce and must obtain from food. These we call the essential amino acids because they are essential that we get them from food. The non-essential are the other 11 because our body produces them on our own so we don't have to worry about getting those from food. These essential amino acids are crucial for many bodily functions including muscle growth repair and maintenance. Protein is so important for our metabolism and our hormones. We need to be eating enough protein to build our hormones. So think of protein as the thing that builds other things in our bodies. So like if you were to build a house, you need wooden nails, that would be the protein, the building blocks, the foundations. It is the building block for our hormones, like I said, but also for our hair and skin. So if you want healthy hair and nice skin, you might need to increase your protein. It's the building block for our muscles. So like I said, it is crucial for our metabolism, which we will get into. So how much protein do you need? The amount of protein you need does depend on different things and it is person specific. It is very individual to you. Some things that affect how much protein you need are your age, your gender, your weight and your activity level. I always calculate my clients based on their weight in kilograms because that is the most accurate way to do that, but you could jump right to the one gram of protein for every pound of body weight. So if you weigh 140 pounds, you eat 140 grams of protein. But honestly, you need to take a look at how much you're eating now. So like I said, most women especially are not getting nearly enough protein in their day. So here's how to tell if you're not eating enough protein. You're hungry within one to two hours of eating. If you're eating balanced meals with enough protein, you should be staying full for three to five hours. If you are hungry right after eating, this is a good sign that either you're just not eating enough or you're just not eating enough protein. Or you might feel like you need to fall asleep right after eating. This could be imbalanced blood sugar from not getting enough protein your hair could be falling out, you could be feeling tired or fatigued, you feel weak or have low immunity because yes, we need enough protein for our immune function. You could be working out but not gaining any muscle and what would be the point of that? Because we want more muscle on us and ladies, don't worry, you're not going to get bulky. The More muscle we have on our bodies, the more calories we burn at rest, the faster our metabolism. So muscle building is crucial and we need to be having enough protein in order to build that muscle. We actually do need enough carbohydrates too to build muscle or else your body will start to break down your muscle mass and converting it into energy. I did talk about that in the past podcast, Five Reasons Why You Should Not Go Low Carb, I think it was called. You can just scroll back and find that one on how important carbohydrates are. But yeah, these could all be signs that you're not eating enough protein. So what I would say to start with, if you are somebody who is not sure if you're eating enough protein, you feel like you might have some of those symptoms, but you don't really pay attention to it. Or maybe you just calculated how much protein you need and you know that you're not anywhere close to that. Start by getting 20 to 25 grams of protein per meal minimum. You need at least 20 grams of protein minimum per meal. You can always go more, but don't go less. Why I like to do it per meal and not just per day is because you want a steady stream of protein all day. You don't want to have none at breakfast, 5 grams at lunch, and then like 145 grams at dinner. This is going to be terrible for your blood sugar. This can cause blood sugar spikes and crashes, which can cause hormone imbalances within our body, which can then slow down our metabolism. If you haven't started to realize everything in our body is connected, so if one thing goes out of balance, it can throw a number of other things off. So in this case, your blood sugar throws off your hormones, which throws off your metabolism. So let's talk about where you get protein from. So the best sources of protein for our metabolism are going to hands down be animal proteins. I am sorry, but it is just true. Our bodies can utilize the protein in animal sources better than the protein in plant sources. So animal sources of protein include meat, fish, eggs, and dairy products like Greek yogurt or cottage cheese. Has anyone else been loving all of the recipes people have been doing with cottage cheese on tiktok i've seen like cottage cheese ice cream cheesecake cookie dough i want to try them so bad but i haven't yet if you have let me know dm me on instagram i'm so curious i want to try them i just have to get cottage cheese, and then I'm going to try, I definitely wanna try the ice cream one. But the other cool thing about the animal sources of protein are they are considered complete protein sources because they contain all of those nine essential amino acids that I was talking about earlier. So you don't have to worry about combining different proteins together to get all nine. They are all right there for you. So they're considered the complete sources of protein. Now plant-based sources of protein include legumes like beans and lentils, Uh, And people always ask me about the beans, so like, The beans are chickpeas, white beans, black beans, kidney beans, not green beans. Green beans would be considered more of a vegetable and don't have a ton of protein in them. So when I say beans give you some kind of protein, that would be those. Now beans are interesting because they have carbohydrates and protein. So you have to be careful with those. I like to count them as like a high protein carbohydrate. Lentils are going to be your highest bean in protein. And then Tofu is also a good source of plant based protein. Those are going to be your most. So, like lentils and tofu are going to have the most. And then beans, nuts, and seeds and some grains have some protein, but they don't have a ton of protein. So, plus, plant proteins may not contain all nine essential amino acids. So, you'd have to combine different sources together to make that a complete protein. So, just keep that in mind. I mean, I don't want you to stress out about that. You have some wiggle room with it. Like, as long as you're getting all nine nine essential amino acids in one day you're totally fine you don't have to worry about like getting it every single time you eat protein combining different proteins together your body is pretty smart So 20 grams of protein is what we wanna aim for per meal minimum. So with chicken, for example, that's about three ounces of chicken. It might be a piece the size of your palm, and it's only about 100, 110 calories. But to get 20 grams of protein from peanut butter... It's six tablespoons and 570 calories. So you need a lot of peanut butter to hit that 20 grams of protein. So if you're somebody who has peanut butter toast for breakfast, you might need to rethink that breakfast. It's not enough protein. Unless, like I said, you're eating six tablespoons of it, which is, it's a lot of peanut butter. So I use peanut butter, nuts, seeds, those kind of things to add extra protein, but not as my main source of protein. I really focus on the animal proteins for my main sources of protein and then use those other plant-based to add extra protein. So I would add peanut butter to like Greek yogurt or to a smoothie um, or use it as a snack. Now I did not mention protein powders. Those can also be counted as a good source of protein too. I think for most people, breakfast is the hardest to get enough protein. That's what I've noticed in my clients. That's what they struggle with the most. So I'll give you some examples of how you can include more protein at your breakfast. So you can do three eggs with some cheese or four eggs. That would give you that 20, between 20 to 25 grams of protein. You can do a smoothie with protein powder. You just need to look on the label depending on what brand you use to see how many scoops give you at least 20 grams of protein. Usually with protein powders it's about one to two scoops that will give you about 20 to 30 grams of protein like I said depending on which brand it is. You can do a cup of greek yogurt or cottage cheese and that will give you that 20 to 25 grams of protein. Also, there are no rules that say you have to eat breakfast foods at breakfast. You can eat any food at any time. I just want to say that because like I said, I see most women struggling with getting enough protein at breakfast, which is honestly the most important meal to get the protein in. Having a good amount of protein at breakfast and Setting yourself up with that stable blood sugar can really set the tone for the entire day. It can give you more energy, it keeps you more fuller for longer, it keeps you more satisfied, and it prevents cravings throughout the day. If you're somebody who is having a lot of nighttime cravings, this is a good sign that you're either not you're just generally not eating enough during the day or you're not eating enough protein. I see a lot of the times it's women are not eating enough protein, especially at breakfast. So if you're having more of a carbohydrate-filled breakfast, like, you know, a bagel with cream cheese or like I said, that toast with peanut butter where you're not getting enough protein, that could cause you to have cravings all the way until after dinner. Even if you're having a balanced lunch and dinner, it still doesn't matter. Your body is going to be trying to make up for what it didn't get. But So before we end this episode, I want to leave you with different proteins you can be eating at the different phases of your cycle. So for anyone brand new here, if you have a period, you have what we call a menstrual cycle. That is the whole time between when you get your period and your next period. So we have the menstrual phase. This is when you're bleeding. During this phase, you want to focus on red meat because red meat gives us the most iron, which we are losing through bleeding. The next phase we have is the follicular phase and this is right after you stop bleeding and it lasts about six-ish days. During this phase, tofu or edamame is a really good source of protein to include because of the phytoestrogens which can help support the rising levels of estrogen. The next phase is ovulation. This is about halfway through your cycle and can last anywhere from two to four days so it's super short. Chicken is going to be good during this time because of the high zinc content needed for healthy ovulation. And the last phase of the cycle is the luteal phase. This is right after ovulation and lasts until your next period. It's about 14 days long. During this phase, salmon is great because of the anti-inflammatory benefits, which can help make your next period less painful. If you are brand new to cycle syncing, I have other podcast episodes on it so you can just scroll back and find those and also my course cycle savvy would be perfect for you I explain what each phase of the menstrual cycle entails, what's going on with your hormones at each phase, how to know what phase you're in and what foods you should be eating at each phase. And I also give you a 28 day meal plan, a recipe book and food guides for each phase. So I literally set you up. You don't even have to worry. You can just kind of click through everything I give you and start cycle syncing like today. I'll link that course in the show notes for you. And I also have a few spots left for one-on-one coaching this month so I can help you specifically with how much protein you need to boost your metabolism and balance your hormones. Like I said, because it is individual- and I can help you with meal ideas, what to eat and so much more. So if you're interested in that, I'll link an application for you in the show notes or you can always come DM me on Instagram at naturallynatalie.rd. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of My Body Magic. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in next time for more health and wellness topics. Goodbye. Thank you so much for pushing play today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would so appreciate a five-star review so I can help more people. Also, come join me on Instagram and TikTok at naturallynatalie.rd so we can connect. Thank you guys. I hope you have the best day ever. Goodbye.